Hi guys. So. <laughs> What's crackalackin' booty smacking? It is another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct off the top of the ropes, baby, from Wakanda. It's your boys, Mitch and Ruben, uh, live from the backyard as usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the show. Uh, it's been a minute since we recorded one of these in person. So uh, hopefully it sounds uh, like uh, in rhythm, I guess. Yeah, it should. It should. Same settings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, how you doing, Ruben? It's been a rough one, dude. Oh, what's going on now, my guy? Man. No, that's why we haven't recorded because uh, I got in a car accident last mm. week. Yeah. Um, you want to tell the listeners what happened? Dude, so I didn't even tell you the story, huh? Nope. All right, dude. So you just told me what happened, and then you, like sent me pictures. Yeah, so like I was driving to work. Uh, I forget what it was, some brain damage. <laughs> but, uh, well, I was driving to work, and uh, I saw this car in front of me just like slam their brakes on. And then where they, was it at? It was on the seven ten. Oh, I don't like that freeway. Yeah, like close to Long Beach already. Yeah. And um, so they slammed on their brakes, and they're like skidding, and then they hit the car. They hit a truck in front of them. Yeah. So then I I put my brakes on. And then I kind of like go to the left to avoid it, and I avoided it. And then I look in my rearview mirror, and this truck is just like coming Barreling. right at me. Yeah. And he hits me, and then um, and we get I kind of like get out a little bit, you know, like we pull to the side, and then we all just kind of like everybody's okay, and then we went to the we we drove off to this to like the exit, right? But That's it was so sketchy. What if like somebody just takes off? No, I snapped a picture of the dude behind me that hit me. Oh. Okay, like yeah. I got in my car, went, I took a, a picture, and then yeah. like, and then we went to the side. And then, um, so yeah, so when we all got there, we were, like, checking each other, like, you're all okay and stuff. And uh, the car behind me, he after that, he turned his engine off. It wouldn't start anymore, and he was it was done. Yeah. So he pretty much totaled his car. It was an older, it was an older truck, like it was older a, Nissan, right? It was an 87 Toyota pickup. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was done. It was, like, leaking all this fluid, on the, you know. And, but anyway, uh, so it was technically... I guess a four car accident. Uh huh. Four but car like, collision. Insurance purposes, it's only this guy Between that hit you me. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So we went off, and then the guy called the cops, and um, the the guy showed up, and he was like, "All right, everybody, get to their car," you know. Yeah. So we all went to our car, and he was taking everybody's statements, whatever. And he gets to me, and he's telling me, "All right, what happened?" And I told him, "Yeah, you know, I saw the accident, so I veered to my left, and the guy hit me from behind." And he's like, "Okay, well, what about the car in front of you? How'd you hit him?" I was like, I didn't, I didn't, never hit him, you know? Yeah. He's like, well, that's not what that guy said. He said that you hit him into the truck. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, I guess I never did that. So I walked him to the front of my car. Yeah. There was like no damage, you know? Yeah. So then he's like, oh, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, he must be lying then. So then we walk over to that guy, right? So he doesn't want to get liability. Yeah. Anytime you hit somebody from the back, it's already, it's your fault. Yeah. So then, so then anyway, like when the accident first happened, the guy that was in front of me that hit the truck. Yeah. He was like acting kind of weird. So yeah. I was already like, all right, like I got to be cautious when we get out because he was like hitting his steering wheel. Like he was acting really weird. He's mad. Yeah. Really yeah. mad. And um, so anyway, we, we go to him, right? He's sitting in his car and he's just like, all right, so what, so what happened? Like you told me that he got hit from behind. He's like, oh yeah, I got he I got hit from behind, but he he didn't even know that I was the guy that he's lying about. Wait, so well, you the guy behind you is lying? No, the guy in front of me. Oh, I thought the guy behind you was. No, no, no. Yeah, he he was he was cool. He was just like you know he took like yeah I hit him. Got know? it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, and uh, so the guy in front of me was saying I hit him into the truck, like Correct. I caused the accident. Yes, you know, but like I saw it and avoided it. Yes. So 
anyway, we, me and the cop go to him, but he didn't realize that I'm the guy that he's lying about. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, the guy hit me from behind, and then I went into the truck. He's like, oh, so so did you see the truck in front of you stop? He's like, yeah. He's like, I break. He's like, I made a stop. He's like, so you were completely stopped? And he was like, yeah. And the car hit you and pushed you into the truck? And he was like, yeah. He's like, then why don't you have damage in the back of your car? <laughs> he was just kind of like, oh, you know, well, you know, it all happened so fast. Yeah. And the cop was like, that has nothing to do with it, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, after that, like, he just like, well, what, what is it? He's like, I don't, you know, I don't, he's kind of like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. He's like, I'm just putting here, you don't know, like, on the police report. Yeah. So then anyway, after the guy that was in the truck in front told me, like, oh, the cop asked, like, if he saw what happened. And I told him, you veered to the left. He's like, oh, that guy's full of shit, you know? <laughs> so anyway, like, that that guy was, like, lying. So yeah. it turns out, though, he told the What cop, kind of car was he driving? A Subaru, like an old Subaru, like a hatchback. Oh, okay, okay. And, um... So anyway, he told the cops that, like, oh, yeah, my and what, wife. What was the car in the front that they did? Dude, a brand new Dodge Ram. Oh. Brand new. The guy told me he got it, like, on Saturday. And, like, it was it was Monday or Tuesday that I got in the accident. So why did the guy in front break? He just wasn't just, paying attention? Just traffic. Oh, you know, just it was traffic. just a stop and go. Yeah. But, like, we were, like, flowing, you know, kind of, like, at 20 miles an hour. Yeah. And then um, I guess it stopped. And then the car in front. So was his back, the truck, bad? Was it fucked up? Not too bad. Yeah. Like, like, my car is not that... It doesn't look bad. Yeah. Like, there's, like, cracks on my, like, bumper and stuff. Yeah. I take it tomorrow to get checked out. But, yeah. But um, the Subaru got totaled, and yeah. then the car that hit me got totaled. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, it turns out that that guy doesn't, didn't have insurance. He would tell the cops, like, oh, my wife is coming with my insurance card. Oh, the guy in front? Yeah. You. In front of me. Yeah. And, uh... So he was waiting there. And then the guy that hit me only spoke Spanish. Yeah. So the other the guy in the truck was translating between us. But he was oh, like a really cool guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um so anyway, the the guy's wife comes and she's like in this badass Jeep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. super nice, you know? Yeah. And then um yeah, she you she didn't bring him anything. He just had no insurance. <laughs> so when she came, he was just like, Yeah, I don't have insurance. And the uh, and the, the cop was like, All right, I'm gonna write you a citation. You have five days to get insurance. Damn, so man. then now the guy like with the brand new Dodge, he shit out of luck. Unless he unless he paid for the un- uninsured motorist. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then if yeah, then he's shit out of luck. Wow. Yeah, so it's crazy. But anyway, like I I got all fucked up, dude. Like my, my back is like all messed up, and my yeah. like when it happened like that day, I was I was like, oh, it's it never so, it's never that day. It's usually yeah. The next day. I was like, oh, I'm not like, not too bad, you know so whatever so but like the next day it was, everything was tight and now it feels like i have like something in my back of my neck that's what happened when i got in my accident like i didn't feel anything i was like fine and then the next day i was just like fuck like i can't bend my neck back yeah that's how i was so this whole week i've been like real like uh hurt to do anything yeah that shit sucks yeah, so i had had uh that th- johnson let me borrow that theragun whatever it is oh, okay yeah, that yeah thing's been helping me out yeah it works yeah my mom I, my mom gave me like a cheap version of one of those oh okay and i use it for my shoulder because my shoulder hurts sometimes surprised how good it worked dude I was like, it's like oh. really good yeah it's that good pain too when you like you yeah you're like, like oh but it feels so good uh-huh. yeah that and that thing that my mom bought me for christmas helps out a lot the back stretcher you hit that muscle you get a you get a 50 percenter oh, oh, for 60%, sure dude. dude for sure yeah but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's, I, I just been out of commission, dude. And that sucks. That, I mean, that happened to me. I remember I got into my accident. I think I only had my car for a year, and then I got sandwiched. Uh, Basically, what that guy in front of you said happened happened. Is to what me. really happened? Uh, yeah, okay. but to this day, it's still an arbitration. 
Shut up, really? I swear, because nobody wants to take fault for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it always like, oh, you're going to take 25% fault. The person in front is going to take 50, and the person behind is going to take 25. But then they're like, my com- my insurance company's like, nah. Yeah, like, why was he going to take anything? Yeah, uh-huh. so it's it's been like that, dog, and it's been over, I don't know how long, a couple years now. Really? And I still get <laughs> shit for crazy. it. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm scared, like, one day it's just going to, like, go into, like, uh, what is, I guess arbitration, right? And then, like... They're gonna hit me with like a fat ass bill, and I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" Well, your insurance would cover it, though, right? Yeah, I just have to pay back the insurance. You know what I mean? Yeah, your rate would go up or something, huh? Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, My rate went down too because right when I got that, right when I got, uh, I got into a major accident to get the car. My car. Oh, that's how you got because you totaled the other car. Yeah, because I told the other car I was coming out of fucking Tams and I fucking got hit and I did like a 360 (laughs) in the middle of the road. Crazy. And it was a G's ride, remember? And I fucking totaled the back of it. The axle snapped. And then I was committed to, uh, my parents were like, you need to get another car. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to pay for a car. Like, I just got this job. Like, uh-huh. and so fucking, I had to commit. Like, and now I'm a month away from paying it off. That's how oh, crazy that's cool. it is. But it's just wild that, like, uh, yeah, I had got my car and I think I only had it for like a fucking year. And then I was going to fucking movies in Glendale, the Glendale Lamley. And I was going down the fucking 57 where the 210 meets and where that little, it always slows oh, yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, and it fucking it was slowing down, and then I like we're coming to that curve, we're slowing down. And all of a sudden, boom! I just get hit from behind, and then boom! I hit the person in front of me, uh, and I was the only one with damage because the car in front of me was like a seven seven uh, seven series Beamer. Yeah, and the car behind me was like my old car, like old Accord. Oh, that sucks. And both of those cars are like <laughs> steel, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. And I got I got so scared because my car was I my personally I thought my car was so effed up. So that's the current car. Yes. I thought that the Corolla. So the insurance fixed it up or what? Yeah, yeah. They covered it. But I thought I thought I was going to go over that much damage because like, uh-huh. they only cover so much and then it's like considered a total. You know what I mean? I think it's like half the value of your car. Oh, okay. And so it's like, yeah. When it came out all said and done, I think it was like goddamn $7,000 worth of damage. Really? Yeah, dog. <laughs> shit was Which is not gnarly. too bad, I guess. If you, if you I guess, but it's this Corolla, dog. It was only, true, it's only yeah. like an $18,000 car. You know what I mean? Oh, that's right. Huh? Yeah. So it's like, uh, <laughs> at some point, and that, what got me mad is like, if I go, you go like uh, $10 past that threshold or whatever they consider, it's a, it's a loss, period, you know? So they just pay you out and they won't fix the car. But it's like, I just got this car, you know what so I mean? So it would kind of suck for you to have to get a new one because you're kind of at a loss, huh? Yeah, because you still owe money on that car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they wouldn't like, give you the amount that you owe. Yeah, they would give you the prorated amount of what it's worth <laughs> at that time. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, so you only get, I think, like eight, I would have only got like eight Gs back. You know, and I only, what, a year into the car, you only pay like mm-hmm. 3000 off a year. Yeah, because the depreciation of the car, as soon as you drive it off the lot. Yeah, I was like so bummed. I was like, fuck, I can't believe this. But is it worked out though, right? It worked out, that's yeah. Good. But it's just like I understand what that guy in front, you know, that situation, because that's even worse with no uh, no insurance. That's and you probably just why he was bought lying the car, because... you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? But at least the people all had insurance, but it was just like, it's still a, it's still a bitch. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, I was so bummed, dude. I was like, fuck, man. The biggest mistake I made, though, when that accident happened is I didn't call the police. Oh, you just kind of took everybody's info down? Or what? Yeah, I took everybody's info down, and then I was just like, all right, well, I'll contact everybody's insurance. And then I remember getting back on the freeway and doing a loop and then just getting off in, like, uh, uh, like Monrovia area. Uh-huh. And I just called the insurance companies, like, right then and there because I was like, I'm not going to make it to the movie. Why am I even going? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't go? Nah, but it's just, yeah, it's just... It's just frustrating doing all that shit. Because it's like if you do the cops, then they go by the cops story as opposed yeah. to your story. And so that was my biggest mistake. That's all the only that's only the second accident. That because it wouldn't be an arbitration right now because yeah. the cops word would have been. Correct. What it would have went. Correct. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah when I got when I flipped my uh, Ford Explorer, yeah, I was at fault because the car, I got cut off right, yeah. and um, I never touched any of it. I, my car was flipped to the divider, so it was like rolling on the freeway. Yeah, but I somehow managed to miss all the other cars. And um, mm. so I was 100% at fault because I had, like, uh, no other car had any damage. Yeah. But he cut me off and I had to put my brakes on. And, you know, those Ford Explorers were fucking yeah. rolling machines, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. That shit sucks. I remember the first accident I got in. I, I didn't even know what to do because, like, I'd never been in an accident. Uh-huh. It was a long time, knock on wood, till I fucking got my accident. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I just remember, like, calling my pops. I was like, hey, what do I do? Like, I don't even fucking know. Like, I've never been in an accident. Dude, this, the job I have now, like, my first day, right? They gave me my work truck, and they're okay. Here's a voucher. Go get work boots in Gardena. I'm like, all right, cool. So then I went, and um, I was like, just I could see the store, you know, like I was at the intersection, and I was parked there, and a fucking Corvette got t-boned, and it flew into my truck. Damn. And like I was just parked there, and it just freaking like slammed right in. You. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was all scared because like my first day, and it got into a car accident, you know. Like, but I was just parked there. I just remember being mad traumatized from my first accident because like they caught like the lady. She was like mad dramatic. She was like an older lady. She was driving like a Ford Focus, and I fucked up because I went across the. If I w- I made a left instead of making a right, and when you make a left, I had to go over two yellow lines, uh-huh. and as soon as I did that, they were like, "You're at fault. It doesn't matter. Yeah, even if she hit you, like where she hit you in the back, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh-huh. Like what you did is considered. You weren't supposed to drive that way. Yeah, that's like if you pull out of a of a carpool lane and you cause an accident, Correct. you're at fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, but I was like, dude, she hit me in the back of my fucking like where my wheel well was, mm-hmm. and it's like I spun like three times. Like how fast was she going? You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're like, hey. She, shouldn't have dropped if you would have made a left and she hit you you'd never like nothing would have ever happened you know it's uh-huh. just a matter of like you cross those yellow lines and just i just remember her being like she called the fucking they called the the fire department and the ambulance and she was acting like she couldn't like fucking walk no way and, really yeah, yeah yeah and she wouldn't talk to me i was like i got out of the car i was like you okay and then she's she was saying that i was running away from the scene like fleeing the scene oh she's drama and lady. i was like what yeah to this day because at that time i was on my parents insurance uh-huh. my they still get letters from fucking like lawyers and shit saying that she's like she needs uh she's never she's not like fully healed and she needs money because she's out of work and this and that and so my parents are like, "What the fuck? That's so crazy!" Like, but nothing happens. Like, no, nah, nothing happens because your insur- your insurance takes care of it. They just keep threatening your insurance. Like, they they oh, scare okay. your insurance. But yeah. my mom's like, "That's what I pay for insurance for." Yeah. Like, nah, fuck it. Like, you're. And then I remember when I got my car for a brand new car, I was paying like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of insurance. Damn, dude. And like that was the only accident I had. No points on my. I have like no points on my uh-huh. record. Nothing. It's just that that accident just like. <laughs> now I'm like way down, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I always get scared. Like I said, I'm gonna get a fucking letter from that past accident, and your my rate's gonna go fucking back up. But it's like, cause right now I pay like nothing in insurance. Yeah, my insurance is low too. The only thing I had was like I did a, an illegal right turn, but I did the traffic school. Yeah. <laughs> I did the comedy one from the comedy store or whatever it was. I mean, they're all like comedy. Oh, the improv. Like, yeah. I did the improv one. That's was, was funny. You just do it online. It was like a half hour only. I don't even know. I remember I used to. I was so good at it when I was little. Uh, that I used to like my cousins found out that I did it one time and I like figured out a way to do it <laughs> yeah. that like all my aunts and uncles would tell them and then or my all my cousins would tell my aunts and uncles and I did like four people's traffic really school. they would pay me a hundred bucks and I just sit there because back in the day 
I remember when I was little, you could just sit on the computer and just leave it on. And like the the computer, like the traffic schools had like a timer that just basically said you were on the online school for like oh, eight okay. hours. So you would just do all these tests that are like mad easy and then just like leave it on. And I would just like walk away. And yeah, and then I would just finish the fuck. I would just do their fucking traffic school for them. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that, that comedy one was cool. It's like, I, I was probably like an hour only. And you just see videos, you know, and they just yeah. got like a yeah. comedian up there talking. It's it's crazy. But I bit I bit my lip and my tongue, and I couldn't talk for a little while. I hurt to talk. That's, that, that's why I canceled last week. That's fucking wild. And then I had these crazy headaches. I think because of the tension in my neck. It's just one of those things, like, my dad always tells me, he's like, you never know how much you clench up, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they say drunk people, it's like, all you those just, fools, you like. You never get hurt because yeah. it's all ragdoll. Yeah, but it's like, you don't realize how, like, much you, like, clench and, like, you anticipate the fucking hit. So it's like, your body just, like, clenches. That, that's what the the amb- the ambulance that picked me up from my, when I rode my Explorer, Yeah, they said that the first time it tipped over, it knocked me out. And because I was so loose and my body was like, like whatever, like I survived the other roles. Yeah. You know, because my body was just like all like free flowing or whatever. Yeah. So like, it's crazy. I wonder if, if like it didn't get knocked out. It'd be like, hello, hello, Mitch. Hello, guys. Not even that, but I just like, what if you had like a chronic injury from it? Oh, I know. You mean like a fucked up shoulder? Dude, just people or... a year with back pain, like chronic back pain. That oh, sucks, no. man. Or, dude, like, like I had, my head's been like hurting, right? And it's barely going away. Yeah. I can't imagine like living with like migraines like yeah, that, like, like chronic migraines all the time. That's, that I feel so bad for people with that. Yeah, that's pretty intense. All right, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, what did you watch this week? Did you watch anything? Yeah, I saw uh, I saw the show Hacks on HBO Max. Yeah, it's really good. It's good, man. Yeah, it's got a lot of comedians behind it. Oh, it does. Yeah, a lot of writers that we like are like writers on it. And then Joe Mandy is like a, a consultant on it, and he comes out in the new episode. One of the oh, new episodes. okay. So, so how many episodes is there going to be? Because there's there's six out, right? Six out. I don't know. They were just talking about it. They just wrapped that show five weeks ago. Oh, they did. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the directors, Lucia something, she was on High and Mighty this week, and she was talking about the show. But um, yeah, the creator is the guy that plays her agent. Oh, okay. The one from uh, Broad City. Yes. Okay. Yes, he's one of the creators. There's like three creators, but he's one of them. And then there's just a bunch of comedians in the movie. And it's that's funny, that's man. uh I mean that's like she's comedy royalty uh the main character. That's uh Lorraine Newman's daughter. So is she playing Rita Ratner? Or that girl that was in Vegas. Remember, every time we go to Vegas, there was like this lady that was a comedian. Um, I mean, she's playing like an amalgamation of a lot of people, like she, like Paula Poundstone. Um, she t- they talked about she talked about it on the pod. It's just kind of like mm. an amalgamation of like all those like com- Vegas comedians that like mm. never got a show or anything like that, but are constantly like working, like hustling to make money. You know yeah. What I mean? So yeah, it's just like an amalgamation, like kind of Joan Rivers, kind of Paula oh, Poundstone. Okay. She named like two other people, but. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a really good show. I think it's fucking, I think it's hilarious. I think it's a show that, like, not a lot of people are watching. But uh, last week specifically, they had did, like, a really good episode uh, about the, I don't know if you see, have you seen, are you current? I saw three episodes. Oh, okay. The last episode, I believe, is the one where she meets the guy in Vegas. And that's a really good fucking episode. Oh, okay. Very good episode. But uh, it's pretty pretty wild to know that they shot that during quarantine and they just, like, just wrapped five weeks ago. And then once you start rewatching it, 
after you know that fact, you start noticing that a lot of the like uh, everything takes place in like rooms, and there's only like two characters within a room. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's like it's okay, not yeah, like yeah. you're not really in the real world per se yeah. yet. You know, so it's pretty amazing to see to see how they pulled it off that you don't notice that until somebody tells you that. You I did notice mean? that Vegas was pretty like empty. You know, like, correct. Showing, that's that was noticeable. But other than that, I didn't because it's like they don't ever really take. There's like no shots of like on the strip. It's like yeah. she's in the car or something, it's and they're just, going like, outside to, of a of a casino. Yeah. But then usually it's filled with people. But like, you know, but yeah, yeah. But that's that that's uh, the daughter of Lorraine Newman. She's a young comic too, but that's like SNL royalty, Lorraine Newman, and it's like voice actor. She's just the older super lady. famous. Uh, no, no, no. The 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 main character, the girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, her mom is Lorraine Newman, and her dad. I forgot. He's like a character actor, but they're like she's like Hollywood royalty, and she's like a phenom because I think she's only like 24, 25. Crazy man. But she's hot. It, I fucking it's, I love it's, her. Uh, it's funny, man. It's a really good show. Yeah, it's a really good show. Uh, Joe Mandy comes out as like a he comes out as like a what do you call that people that check you into the hotel? Uh, a, co- a concierge. Yes, a concierge. Oh, okay. He comes out. He's like super fucking funny. But I mean the the assistant to that guy, the agent. Her, his, oh, she's it, hilarious. That's dude. that's Jen Statsky. She's like a hilarious comedian. Oh, okay. Um, and she's dur- so funny. During man. the quarantine, she's done. She's like has like a TikTok persona. It's like super funny. You gotta like watch gotta check it, her out. She's like she's really good, funny, dude. man. She's yeah. really funny. But there's a lot of like little uh, cameos from different comedians and stuff in that show. It flies by too when you watch it. Yeah, because they're only like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, and it's like really good writing. It's like funny. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's cool. It, it's like typical, but it's still pretty cool to watch. Where like you have, like the young girl got canceled. You know what I mean? But then like she's still so like in like then like. PC culture where she's and then she meets this old lady that's already been around everywhere. Yeah, you know, but like, it, to me, it's not too try hard. Sometimes those shows are like so try hard. Like I just watched. I was going to talk about. It, I saw Plan B, uh-huh. that Hulu movie. Oh, okay. it's a Natalie Morales directed Plan B movie, and it's kind of like a book smart. And it's like they're on a trip to get a Plan B pill. These two girls, and it's like very uh, like labored. It's like that. I feel like is a little too like contrived. That's a new one. That's a new one. That's the one to me where it's just like okay, like I get it. You're trying to like put in phrases like woke and stuff like that. And, yeah, like, yeah, get that. yeah. Because there was one like last year about these two girls on a road trip to get a, an abortion, right? It's just like it. It's like, but that's the HBO Max version. Oh, okay. That's unpregnant or some shit like something that? like that. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I like the girl in that one. The one that was pregnant. Yes, that oh, she's okay. from Columbus. Yeah. yeah, she's good. And also, yeah, from so I recommend it. Yeah, hacks. Yeah, I liked it a lot more than I thought. It's like, really good. I heard like oh some good stuff about it, so like, oh, yeah. let me check it out. But like I, yeah, next time you watch the credits, look at the end, and it'll say like uh, it'll say uh, consultants, uh-huh. and you'll see like a bunch of comedians. Oh, okay, you know? yeah. cool. Yeah, but uh, anything else? I saw Cruella. Oh, how is that, dude? It's like really. How did good. you see it? Did you go to the theater? No, I got it on the Disney pre- premiere. Plus, oh, okay, whatever. okay, okay. I I heard it's really good. It's like really good, dude. It's, yeah, it's definitely my. I think I might be in my top five for this year. But um, it's it's like, like the filmmaking of it is like very like. Who made it? I don't know. I don't know the guy's name, but um, it's just like like the shots are so intricate and like really really cool, man. Like the I just like how it looks, and I heard that it's like a low key like a heist movie. It's like definitely gonna be like in, in contention and, uh, for the Oscars. Everybody keeps talking about Paul Walter Hauser. Who's that? The the, the chubby guy. He comes oh yeah, out yeah, he's like, good. Uh, all the he's character actor comes yeah, out. Yeah, he's movies. really good. Everybody, everybody in this movie, dude, is really good. Like, there was not one person in the world. Like, oh, oh that's know. why. That's Craig Gillespie, the same guy that made I Tonya. 
Oh, really? He made this movie, and uh, that's Paul Walter Hauser's dude. He comes out at Itania as like yeah, the best part right, of Itania. Yeah. But he made Lars in the Real Girl, The Finest Hours. I like The Finest Hours. I know a lot of other people like that movie. And A Million Dollar Arm, I still stand by that movie. I know a lot of people don't like it or kind of like whatever about it, but I think it's a good one. So the setting is, is very, very good. The music is good. The acting is, is like top-notch. It's very like boy from into the, into the Earth, right? In this Earth, isn't it? Which one? The main character from In the Earth. Oh yeah, he's the other sidekick. The yeah. Other, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's good in good. it, dude. He's really good. I heard it's good. It's fun, and it, it flies. By. It's like two hours and twenty minutes or something, but it flies by. Like I heard, they could have took out one of the. I guess there's a couple of like high scenes, and oh, I guess no, if they, they, say, if they took out one, it like it would make it move a little bit quicker. It was all good. Just take out some other stuff. Those high. I really enjoyed all the heists because like. It's like kind of like everybody compares it to the Devil Wears Prada and the Joker. Yeah, and I get it. You know, like it makes sense. Yeah, because it is very much like that. But um, like Cruella gets to this point where she starts trying to like do these like heist things, but like every single one she does is really fun. Yeah, and like it keeps you on your toes because like like the story of it, the storytelling is kind of predictable. Yeah, like we kind of figured it out already. Like oh, this is what's happening, and it, it was what we thought. You know, but like. Cruella's like ideas and plans were very like fun and like kept you guessing because you had no idea what she was gonna do. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, that's fucking sick. You know what yeah. she did, what she pulled off? Like, yeah, 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 yeah it yeah, was yeah. really good. Yeah, I want to see it. I don't know if I'll go to the movies to th- see it. So mm. like, it's uh, it's worth seeing in the movies because the cinematography is awesome, dude. There's like these sick one shots that are like who really, cares? really good. Everybody's trying to do one shots. Quiet Place too. They try to he tries to do one shots. It's annoying, dude. I'm so tired of it, dude. <laughs> who Come cares on. about cinematography? <laughs> who yeah. cares? Dude, I like cinematography, but cinematography and camera work are two different things. You okay, know but I mean? the so cinematography like in this one is, is awesome, dude. I guess beautiful shots, man. I guess it's like the set design was really good too. I see the set design. Yeah. When I see it, the set design, does blow me away. When I see it, it reminds me of like Cruella, like from fucking one hundred one Dalmatians, like the came Glenn, to life. Glenn Close ones or the cartoon? The cartoon, like yeah. came to life. You know, there's like a specific version of that France or Paris where oh, it takes yeah, place. Yeah. You know, and they, they kind it of it is makes very it look like, like storybookish. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's cool. Yeah, she's I re- good. I mean, Emma Stone's good, dude. She's awesome, and Emma Thompson, dude. She's oh yeah, she's she's hottie. She's awesome, dude. Dude. I fucking love her. Dude. She's a hottie. <laughs> she's a hottie. Dude. She is. She's a hottie. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Love actually, my guy. Okay, all right. Uh, well, that's what I saw this week. <laughs> what did you okay. see this week? Uh, I mean, it's been a while, so I've seen a lot of it's shit. Been a while. I have to like, uh, yeah, for sure. I have to like really pick and choose. Um. All right, I'll choose ones that I uh, I saw the dry. I told you guys about yeah. that. I saw the dry. It's really good. Uh, they don't make movies like that. It's like a real seventies type of movie. Okay, but it's takes back. It takes place in the outback. So it's always like whenever a movie takes place in the outback, it's Aust- those Australians dog they go for it. Like I've never been uh, disappointed by like that genre. Of, I've, like, I've only seen like horror movies in Australia, like Australian horror movies. Uh, what is I've seen a lot. I mean, I've seen like The Proposition, and I've seen. The Lovers, uh, that's a weird fucking Wolf movie. Creek. Wolf Creek, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the other Isn't one? Isn't The Descent in Australia an Australian movie? I think it's made by an Australian director. I don't necessarily think it's Australian. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of fucking Australian movies. And for the one, or for a lot of those movies, what's that fucking Ewan McGregor movie that I fucking love that had like Brenton Thwaites in it? And it's about like, he goes, the kid goes to prison, falls in the wrong crowd with Ewan McGregor, and they're like, they're fucking bank robbers, but that's a fucking gnarly movie. But like Animal Kingdom, like there's a bunch of fucking movies. Like they're like very, I don't know. The, the only adjective that comes to mind is like very visceral. Like they're very hard, like hardcore. <laughs> a lot of Australian like movies. Yeah. So 
the dry goes for it. It's pretty dark. Like it starts off fucking dark, but it turns into like a seventies like noir. Like really, uh, yeah, it's like cool. a lot of movies where it's like you think you know all these characters, and it's like a, just a small town, but like every time you think you know what's going on, it totally goes somewhere else. And then the twist totally fucking got me. Like, and that doesn't usually happen. Uh-huh. Usually you're just like. Oh yeah, you kind of know what happens, and even if a twist does happen, you're like, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, even if you don't know, but you're like, oh, I see that. Yeah. yeah, but no, this one I was just like, whoa, that's fucking heavy. Like, yeah, so it's pretty good. I saw that, I was like really uh, impressed. The only reason I watched it is because Bannon was on Marin, he was on WTF, and uh, this movie in particular was the number one movie in Australia because this is the first movie to be in theaters when COVID was lifted, like the COVID restrictions oh, okay. on Jan- in January for them. Yeah. And I guess it's the highest grossing Australian movie of all time now. Hey, did you know that Canada has been locked down for over 300 and some days? Yeah, they're still locked down. Like, they don't have the fucking vaccine like we do. They don't have, like, a vaccine rollout they don't? like we do. No. It's crazy. Because yeah. there's this YouTuber that I watch, and he was, like, he left Canada because he was, like, it's too much. I guess, like, the cops were able to stop everybody for a while, and, like, it was just getting crazy. So he left. I guess yeah. he, he lives in Finland as well. He has dual citizenship. But I didn't know that, dude. 300 and some days already been like in lo- total lockdown where it's yeah, like yeah, how yeah, we were yeah, back yeah. in like yeah. April or. That guy, uh, Chris Ramsey, he's like a magician. He's like super fam- famous magician. He, uh, I follow him on YouTube and he has a show on True TV now. I forgot what it's called. Like where him and his friends do like ma- magic pranks on people. <laughs> but he was in he was in Spiral. He plays like the drug dealer. Remember they shoot the guy in the leg and like oh, break yeah, his yeah. leg? That's Chris Ramsey. But uh, he was talking about how like, yeah, it's just like. It doesn't really affect him because, like, he's used to that type of lifestyle. He just, like, stays home and shit like that. Oh, okay. And he's always coming to the States. So it's, like, kind of – he's, like, in between stuff. Uh-huh. But, he, like, he says, yeah, when you go back, it's, like, so different compared to now, especially, like, now that shit's lifted here. Like, specifically, he comes to California a lot. I wonder how their government – like, I know, like, their government's been pretty hard on them. But, like, I wonder if their, like, businesses are struggling. Because I don't know what kind of, like, programs they have. Yeah. I wonder if a lot of shit's going out of business over there. I know they, uh, their program, like their uh, governmental programs, are a lot more like socialized. Uh-huh. Like uh, they lean more to socialist like stuff. Like so, like a lot of their stuff, yeah, they do get like a lot of funding because I know like a lot of their arts and shit is supported like specifically by the government. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like I know, like if you go watch like all those Alexis on Fire videos, those are all like they get like stipends and stuff from the fucking government to film them. It's crazy, man. That's yeah, cool. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. I saw the Hot Rock, which is like an older Robert Redford movie about like been on a heist kick lately. I don't fucking know why. I saw the Lady Killers too. They eat. That's the, a good one, dude. Uh, I, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I just remember like kind of falling in with the crowd and being like, oh, that was like a bad coen brothers movie you know uh-huh. like because like a lot of people don't like that coen brothers movie oh okay and i think it's like really fucking good i, think, I liked it when i, I saw it in I theaters think, uh, the wayne's brother marlon that's in it is like really fucking good in it um but yeah i think it's pretty funny it's definitely not aged well because they have like a couple characters in it that you're like like that's like, not politically yeah it's oh, not politically okay. correct anymore but it's still funny i think it's funny and i think tom hanks is doing a lot of fucking good work in that movie <laughs> um I've also been on a Val Kilmer kick lately. I don't know why. I saw Thunderheart and uh, The Ghost in the Darkness. Those are two movies that are, like, very nostalgic for me. Like, those are movies I saw a lot when I was a kid on cable for some odd oh, reason. Okay. Um, uh, I saw The Donut King. So, oh, okay. so this is a movie I've been waiting for for, like, uh, probably, like, a good year. It hasn't been out yet? It's been out for, like, over three, two years, I think, at this point. Okay. So it's been out. It's just one of those movies that I'm just like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll oh, get okay. to it. And then I saw that this week I, I have the PBS app or whatever, and they showed it on PBS this past week. 
and I watched it and I was like blown away by it. So it's like one of those documentaries that like you think is going to be about one thing and then it opens up like a whole can of worms yeah. and you're like, whoa, I didn't know any of this. Hey, so the PBS app, do, do you get to edit it? Like do they get the cuts words and all that stuff? No. No, so it's just because it's on the app, it's like... Yeah, I mean they're only showing like shit they sh- their content they show on PBS, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's a lot of like Ken Burns documentaries oh, okay. or like I watched a show the Philly DA, which is a really 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 I highly recommend it. It's a uh like a first 48 kind of like real time. Oh, okay. And so it takes place 3 years ago. They this guy who's like a super progressive uh DA was like a gnarly political activist got elected to the Philly head of the Philly Philly uh district attorney and like he wanted to change everything. And so it just kind of see, you see how government and bureaucracy works at like that like minuscule level where it's like the shit that's going to affect you. You see how hard it is for them to like push agendas because like everybody like the cop union, you know, the every everybody's union is like, whoa, whoa, whoa we can't. That's like too. That's, oh, you're, okay, you're going yeah. you're you know, like checks and balances where it's like, yeah, can't. like he wants to be like, let's get rid of cash bail. Like, fuck that. Like if people can't afford to get out of jail, then we're going to pay for that and they can get out of jail for misdemeanor charges. Like, you know, and cops are like, whoa, whoa, whoa you know, yeah. they're like so you see all this like it's pretty gnarly and then you see like the history of like they find on his like first week on the job they like go in he's like i want to see all the like police misconduct cases and then they're like well there's this one room where nobody really goes in and they go in and they just find like shelves of like fucking police records of like guys that are like horrible guys you know that have like uh, a bunch of police misconduct oh the employees yeah and they're like we need to get these fucking what what are these guys still doing working here and you see all this shit it's crazy dude it's fucking you see all the corruptness it's wild bro like and you see how like government like at that level is like shrinking you know what i mean because they're like cutting funding Mm. so a lot of like uh departments and stuff are just like shrinking it's like it's wild it's crazy yeah. but yeah so anyways long story short saw donut king it's one of those uh documentaries where you watch and you think it's going to be about like this guy that was just like a, a donut titan in the <laughs> 70s that like opened up all these like donut shops and then it unfolds into like this immigrate immigrant story about cambodians and the cambodian genocide and how sponsorship in california specifically worked for like immigrants and how it's not like that now and it's fucking great dude it's like really good and then you also see like just the 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 like the the what do you say like the trivialness of donuts and like how donuts as a culture has like went from like back in the day it was like simple donuts to now like Donuts have become such a like California landmark, and with the introduction of Dunkin' Donuts, uh, like for a second time, trying to make their mm-hmm. grasp at the market, yeah. and then just being like, "Fuck it, we're gonna be the Starbucks of donuts, and we're gonna we're gonna force you to go out of business because we're gonna put fucking two Dunkin' Donuts in your town." You know what I mean? Like that is just like so gnarly to yeah, see. Like down, how- uh, down over here, um, there's a Star Donuts, and yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is literally the next building over. So that's the thing. Like that's what that's what they're trying to do. That's their market now. That's uh-huh. like their marketing in there. That's how they do their business now. Is they're just like we're gonna flood the market with Dunkin' like Donuts. Did, yeah, yeah, because they try. I guess they tried in the eighties. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they used to. Be, yeah, they used to be here, and then they they left. So they you tried in the eighties, and they just couldn't get a foothold. Like all these little mom and pop donut shops were just. It's just better, better, yeah. and it, <laughs> cheaper. It was cheaper for the mom and pop shop. Uh-huh. I think he says it cost him the guy cost him like f- uh, five to ten thousand dollars to open up a donut shop, and with win- with like Winchell's or like Dunkin' Donuts, it cost him like forty thousand dollars to like franchise a shop. Oh, okay. And so that's how that guy made his money. He's just like, I'm gonna teach you how to open up a donut shop. If it only cost me this much, I'm gonna get a donut shop up and running for you, and then you just buy it from me. 
Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And he yeah. fucking he had like 70 shops all across Southern California. Uh-huh. But like, it's crazy. And also, I didn't know that pink box are a California thing. Like the pink donut oh, box really? is a specifically West Coast thing. Wow, I didn't know that either. And that like, the only reason it's pink is because when you get like a white box, it's like dyed and like glossed and laminated or whatever. So it costs more. So he was just like, can we cut out the cost? <laughs> what, take the pink? Like, yeah, I didn't know that. It's wild. And so it's funny because in the, in the documentary, they show you that like shows back in the day, the guys would bring like pink donuts and they'd be like, you're in New York, but it's like. Pink donut boxes are only in LA. So like when you see a show oh, and they're doing okay. and it's like like they do uh, Parks and Rec and he's like I brought donuts. It's like that takes place in Pawnee, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Uh I saw that and, and donut right now donuts are popular too. Like a lot of like like trendy donut shops. Oh, okay, are so that's what they go into now where it's like the donut like the donut, donut trade has like has evolved. It's not you can't just make like regular donuts because Dunkin' Donuts is capitalizing on that now with like Dunkin' Donuts is hoping that it's you just go through the drive-through with them, you know what uh-huh. I mean? And you just buy a glazed donut. And a, that and a works fucking... sometimes, dude. Because sometimes you just like it does. So that's why you see all these little mom and pop donut shops that used to be mom and pop are like fucking putting bacon, bacon on their fucking donuts. Yeah, cronuts, making cronuts now. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it goes into that. But it's very good. I highly recommend it for free. It's streaming on the PBS app, uh, and the PBS app is uh, is free. Um, not free we pay with our taxes oh we do pay with our taxes and they do ask like not all the con it's kind of like peacock like not all the content yeah. is free. you make a donation and then like but i mean it's pbs so um yeah i saw that i went to the movies to go see dream horse dream horse i don't know if i talked about that no you didn't i've never so, heard of it so i went to the movies this past week to go see dream horse uh dream horse is the tony colette movie um she's awesome dude it plays she plays like a a lady who lives like an irish town and it's based on a true story like this little town they got together and they put in like ten dollars every week to like to like to uh raise a horse to like breed a horse a racehorse and then race it okay and so it's just a story of this little small town and like how they get it and, like all the quirky characters in it but it's like i really enjoyed the movie i grew up on those movies which is a weird thing to say but like i just remember a lot of my my parents would watch a lot of foreign films they've always watched a lot of foreign films is and it like, kind of like a coen brothers movie no not no? at all no nah. okay it's like uh like war of the buttons or the man that went up the hill and rolled down a rock or like um there's like a lot of like little british movies that are like that like very specific like quirky takes place like in welsh like the welsh countryside okay. like and it's like a good feel good movie it's like very good the guy from billions is in it the redheaded is guy. that on view on uh, streaming anywhere or VOD? no 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 it That's should be coming theaters? out but it's only in theaters right now okay but it should be coming out on vod i believe but uh i think it was like they keep pushing it as like the highest rated uh rotten tomatoes movie in uh in theaters oh really yeah but it's really good it's like very it's a very sweet movie it's just about a small town people that get together have nothing sometimes in their you need life. a movie like that dude. and yeah exactly yeah. sometimes you need like a palate cleanser and uh yeah i saw that movie and i really fucking enjoyed it and then i went to go see a quiet place too and uh the one thing i will say I'm, i won't get into it because i'll just wait until you see it or yeah. if you do see it but the one thing i will say is that uh I haven't seen the first one either. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see the first one this week and go see it this weekend. Okay. Uh, so this one's a lot more action heavy, but that's not a bad thing. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to say that when I went to the movie theaters, it was so crazy that uh, yeah, I went to the movie theaters and for the first one or this one, for this one, okay. I went to both. But this one, I went and 
he does the intro. He's like, thanks for coming back to the movies. And it was just like, everybody started clapping after he did his little intro. It was like, so yeah. happy. I was like, so happy to like be back in the theater. Wow. Where like people were excited to be at the movie theaters. But the thing that I was going to say is that, um, me and Ralph were checking, uh, uh, showtime to see if he wanted to go. And I was looking and like, the theaters are definitely opening back up, my boy. Oh, they are? Yeah, because it's like they made four, he made 47 million in the first open, you know, yeah. uh, opening week. And, uh, like they were showing it every 15 minutes, basically. At oh, the theater. okay. So I wanted to say that it was less crowded than going to see Spiral. Like, Spiral's probably been the most crowded movie I've been to. Mm hmm. And that's just because they're like yeah, selling so many fucking movie that, theaters. When we showings. went, it was like packed. As much as it could be. Correct. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, they're, like... Correct. All the vacancies were taken. Like, they're, you know... Correct. It was just so spaced out back then. Correct. Yeah. So, crazy. yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, it was pretty crazy just to go into a theater and be like, huh, there's a lot of people at this movie theater, but they're just, like, it's kind of opening up, you know, yeah. like, they're starting to show more theaters. Numbers have been going down pretty good, so... Yeah. It's, it's yeah, 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 we'll see. I mean, they're still plateauing. It's kind of frustrating. Um, but, yeah. What at this point... Like right now, over 60, 61% or... Still, it's still only for one dose. Really? They just never got the second dose? Really? I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people aren't getting the second dose. It's crazy. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, it's 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 cool. I was telling Ralph that it's like, at this point, I just got to I gotta do things. Yeah. Like, I've been, it's been such a release for me to go to the movies, like, once a week. You know what I mean? Basically, every week that, like, I can't wait. I told, I told uh, Ralph that I'm already going to a show June 18th or 19th. Yeah? Yeah, I'm already going. Like, I don't what have you seen uh, it's due to mind sign, and then a couple of opening bands that are really cool. Okay, cool. at the lodge room in Highland Park. But it's just like, man, I'm just, I can't, I'm itching. Like, I, I, I'm just gonna do it, dog. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I'm like such a hypocrite because I was like, oh, I'm gonna wait. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's not being a hypocrite though. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I just, it just feels so good. Like, man, got like, uh, we went to the that basketball. We went to the Clipper game, and it was just like so fun to just like sit in the parking lot, drink, and then walk yeah. to the to the basketball arena. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's get like, back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I took a. I took my daughter to the aquarium and like I've been like, you know, like did not, I haven't taken her anywhere. Like, you don't want to go out like in like crowds. See, I, I'm okay with it, but like I'm just like, cause she's so small and she can get the vaccine. Yeah. So it's like I'm very protective over her. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, like there's, there's like a point where you got to just like take them out, you know? Or, yeah. So we took her to the aquarium, but we went like the very first, like, like, cause now it's like you go and, um, you have like you, when you buy your tickets, you have to pick a time that you're gonna go. Yeah. And it's about every half hour. Yeah. But you could go, and then you could stay as long as you want. Okay. So then we just went like the first opening. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. But we went. It was cool. There wasn't that many people, you know. And she, dude, she freaking loved it. Like, really? She fell in love in pe uh, with penguins, and now she's like all into penguins. Hell yeah! She's watching Happy Feet and and like the Madagascar penguins are the best. Yeah, those guys are funny. <laughs> have you ever seen the farce of the penguins bob saget <laughs> no i don't think so it's kind of like um like a penguin documentary but the penguins talk and it's like oh okay, 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 and okay. it's kind of like rated like, r look who's talking yeah like look who's talking but it's like rated r like situations you know like it's like an imax national geographic documentary. yeah but like but the comedians <laughs> like fill in the, you know the voices it's like super cheesy and dumb but it's funny oh shit that's funny uh i mean that's what i saw this week I can go into. I have other shit I saw, but I don't know. If, did you ever? Did you ever prepare for that that question I gave you? I didn't. I I I was I was starting to. Yeah. And then like, and then I was like, oh, this is hard. Like, I'm gonna like, sit down and do it. Yeah. 
and then I just never got to it. Got just, it. Okay. Did you ever see Army of the Dead? Yes. Did you like Army of the Dead? We haven't talked about it, huh? I don't know if we did. I don't, I don't think we did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, if we know, did. I don't, I don't know if we did or not, dude. But um, if we didn't, uh, I liked it. Okay. But I know, I know. We we did talk about it. You so you saw it and I didn't at that time. Oh, okay. I think, and because uh, you said you didn't like it. Yeah, I was frustrated by it. I liked it. I was bored by it. You're bored by it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I don't know. I like. I, I feel like people are giving him all this praise for like making a zombie movie that I, it's like very generic. I don't know, man. It was it was it was fun. Like it was cool. Like it was like a lot of cool action scenes. Like, all right, there was like really good set pieces. I thought casting was like horrible. Dude, you know that whole Tignataro thing just threw like that really threw me off. <laughs> that was so dumb and ridiculous. That it was I was like they like, made a big is... thing and it's like it's such a minuscule part. But it's not. Even, it's so yeah. So it is a, a minuscule part. But it's also like so fucking fake. Oh yeah. That like her, her like her cigar that she's smoking. Yeah. Like the like the worst CG smoke ever. Yeah. And like she's so like superimposed in the shots. It just Correct. looks really bad. It's just like it was a total. I mean, Chris Delia's back now. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. if you'd have just left it alone, it would have been you know. Yeah. But now, but but it, I, I would feel like pissed off as a director. Did we ever talk about the Tony thing? The kill Tony thing? No, we didn't. What are you? What are your takes on that? I'm cool with it. I mean, I think he, like it's, it's like if you're in a in a comedy club, correct? That's a sacred place, correct? You bought a ticket to see, correct? Like you know what I mean? Like that's and like buy. But the thing is, like, it wasn't an audience member that that filmed this time. It was the the opening act, you know. Yeah. And I think I think he's blacklisted now. You know who? The the comedian that opened for him, the Asian comedian. Oh yeah, unfortunately, I think so. Yeah. I think he's done now. Because and I think I think Tony's gonna get more popular. <laughs> I think so. I think so too. Have you? But like people, have you? I've been watching. You know, Ari Shafir. Yeah. He's been posting like other comedians are coming. Well, up. I hate Louis. I hate Louis. I hate CK. No, Louis. Uh, Louis Guzman. Oh okay. The I don't like that that whole crew. I've never liked that crew. I don't think they're funny. The Tramp Crew or whatever. Oh, or I don't the Skanks. Know. Legion of Skanks. Oh, I don't. I don't even really. I don't even know. Who's I like there. Ari, but I feel like Ari's starting to get a little edge lordish for me. He, but he's is he part of them or he like hangs out with them. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, he posted that video of like Luis J Gomez basically doing the same thing as Tony, but like doing um the Jew like he was doing it like with Jews. Oh, okay. And his point was just like, oh, you never know. Yeah, like, like for me, I feel like Ari's kind of like like reaching, trying to like get. You know, like he just does it on purpose, or it's kind of like, okay, we get it. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but but yeah, I know, but um. Yeah, the Legion of Skanks, I'm not too... F- I, I heard of them. It's like Big J Okerson, Louis oh, J. Gomez. I, I all and, know them, like, separately, but, like... Correct. They just have that, like, podcast, and uh, they've done, like, the show. They're they're always kind of, like, controversial guys. Like, But, like, but you could tell that they're just doing it just to do it? Uh, I just don't like those guys. Like, oh, okay. I just... I don't like that kind... Like, their comedy is just not for me, you know what oh, I mean? okay. Like, not saying it's bad comedy, it's just not for me. Like, I've tried many times to get it's, into Big is J. Is it, like, similar to Opie and Anthony, how that was? Because that was... I like that. That was pretty uh, funny. Opie and Anthony, I, I, I kind of like. Opie and Anthony is, like... Uh, uh, but I feel like Opie and Anthony were characters, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, kind of like it was just like cool because they had all these comedians on and they just let them go crazy. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I liked about yeah. it. Um, but dude, yeah, so like, pretty much um, Tony Hinchcliffe, I guess this guy, it opened from a couple times, you know? Yeah, and um, so I, I would just say it's very hacky what Tony did. 
Yeah, but have you seen the whole set? I've seen the whole set, but I don't. I but my thing is, I've never been a Tony fan. Like that's my. Oh, I, I like Tony. I, I wa- I'll watch Kill Tony like every once in a while when I know mm-hmm. the guest that like you know what I mean. But I honestly maybe seen Kill Tony maybe four times like ever. He he's very good at his job. Like he's a very very good roaster. Yeah. Like he he writes like the majority of the of like the roast Comedy Central roast. Yeah. Like he's fucking brutal though sometimes you know yeah. like and that's the thing like people kind of like oh you take yeah it yeah far, for sure and know? that's why I say he's probably gonna get more popular. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just not my demographic. That's not my type of comedy. That's never uh-huh. been my type of comedy. Yeah. Um, but it's just I just thought it was a little hacky. I thought it was very hacky. Well, but my he, thing is like you said, it's a sacred space. Like I can't, that's I can't not, knock him for what yeah. he said. I, I mean, you may be offended by what he said, but it's a sacred space. Once you go in there, you're kind. Of, it's all context. You know what I mean? Because that's not his normal set. You know, he did that in, in the reaction to the set that the the previous comedian did. Yeah, I seen it. I see the film you know? video. And and like, he was just kind of like. Um, like bashing like white people yeah. and bashing Asian people, yeah. but he's Asian. Yeah, you know, so Tony's just kind of like these fucking people are eating it up, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So it's like I I'm gonna it. come out and you know do, and do this it. thing, you know. But um, yeah, I just like I don't, I don't, I think he, it, what he said was so out there that you really can't be offended by it if you're Asian. It's just kind of like I think you can be offended. Yeah, but I mean, my come thing on. is, I, I hey, you can come on, but would you say that to somebody to their face? And that's my biggest thing. It's like, but. But I get the context. Like, I uh-huh. get the context. I get, you know, I've been in comedy sets where, yeah, you feel mad and comfortable about what these guys are saying. Or, like, they just fucking are bombing and, like, they just go off. I've been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen that shit. Because the comedian's job is to make everybody in that theater laugh. And Correct. when Tony went out there, everybody was laughing. Uh, I mean, his his people were laughing. But yeah, but... If, if and that's what matters. It was his show. That's exactly. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly. So it was in the club. It. Yeah. I get it. But I just think that's a little hacky jokes like that because he wouldn't he wouldn't have done that like on tv exactly he did it for his people you know? and i so, get it yeah. i get it man that eat it up i i'm not a fan uh-huh. i'm not a fan of a lot of people you know what i mean but some people aren't a fan of who i like so yeah i get it you know what i mean like i'm a fan yeah, of Tim, i'm a fan of Tim, i'm a fan of tim dylan and i know that's like that's like People don't, you know. I'm not Tim supposed. Cool. I'm not supposed to say that. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, but I he's, am. He's a fan. harmless though. He's like I like it. I like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some people fucking hate him. I get it. I I see why because I mean. He's very controversial, but like, but like in a kind of like one of those ways where like you can't take him too serious. Correct, because he's kind of playing a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the kill Tony thing, it was just so like so gnarly. Like it took place, and then the other funny thing is like it took place, and now it's kind of like gone. Yeah, because because like, he just like he's like okay, yeah. and then his his agency dropped him, and then the for that comedy club was like you can't come back. All right, I'll go to another one. And, he and that's fine because right now where he's at is like burgeoning yeah, comedy scene. Matter. And that's his boy. That's Joe Rogan's boy. Like uh-huh. I know that he uses him to like open the – he's trying to use him to open the uh, comedy scene out in Austin. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's like just a bunch of shows popping uh, – a bunch uh-huh. of uh, places popping you up You see where that Kill Tony where he had Darnell Rawlings on? No, I've seen the one – I've seen a couple. I've seen like one with Tom Segura. I've seen one with – I don't know, old ones, dude. So just recently he had him on. This was after that that controversy. Yeah. And um, so you know the format of the show is is they have like they pretty much put like a like a like a fish bowl and then they pull names of all these comedians that are like first time you know like like what do you call it um 
They're doing their first set, basically. Pretty much. What's it called though? Like open when, mic. Open mic. Yeah, it's like open mic, and That's you just call, call names, and then they critique them. He has comedians. Yeah, it's on like real time critique, and like sometimes he has like a live band or like a couple guys yeah. that are playing that are like fucking heckling them the whole time. And so, basically, he's roasting you while you're doing your set. The whole point of Kill Tony is that you're supposed to fucking do it so good that they can't say anything to yeah. you, and they're like, "What the fuck? This is your first open mic, kind of thing." So Darnell was on, and uh, this guy came up, and Kill Tony has were like. He just gives them the free pass. Like, there's only like five or six comedians where he was like, Do you, anytime you want to come on, you can come on because you're so amazing. Correct. And and Darnell didn't know that this guy was one of those guys, you know, so Tony brought him on. He had a pretty good set, but then Darnell started like talking shit to him. Black dude? Yeah, bigger black dude. I think I know what you're talking about. And um, so, anyway, he starts talking shit to him you know and then this guy just goes off on him and he's like he's like why are you wearing that chappelle chain you know like, like that's not your fucking name dude like yeah. like get over his ass you know and yeah, all this yeah. stuff and then because like, he's he, ashley larry my nigga ashley larry. so <laughs> he just like went off and then like he just like got so fed up he like walked off the show donnell <laughs> yeah he let this open mic like pretty much like get him so he, he got did, him like, he, he walked got him. Yeah. yeah so it was like all now like i think like the andrew schultz and like all those dudes that have those comment like those youtube shows yeah yeah, yeah. he was like clowning on him like oh, that's so funny Char- charlamagne whatever that dude charlamagne is. the god yeah he was just like dude this guy needs to fucking <laughs> chill out dude like he's getting so like emotional over everything yeah that's it's pretty funny. gnarly right now where like comedy is going uh mark norman has been like on a comedy tear podcast wise lately because he's just like i feel like this whole like pc culture and then like and then like there's like a reaction to it where people are going out of the way to be controversial mark norman is just like i'm just fucking slipping right in and just do my shit and it's like i think the mark the thing with mark norman and the thing that gets mark the thing that mark norman gets away with is that mark norman is deconstructing what you think you know like your your preconceptions of like what a like politically correctness is like that's his joke. He's like breaking down what you because he says correct. some shit that's like and it's like it's almost like too highbrow for people to be like oh wait no you can't like because it like makes you think it's it like, some yeah you know what I mean you're like track, holy yeah. shit yeah you're right you know what I mean so right now I think he's having a moment he's probably had a moment for the past two years right now like he's having his not his Tom Segura moment but I would say his. Schumer moment when she was like before she got her show oh, like, okay. right when she's kind of like yeah picking up I don't know if it's gonna continue you know what I mean but I that's like one of my favorite comedians he, right now mine too dude he's awesome and uh you know he's just been doing a big tear on like uh comedy podcasts and he's been on everybody's podcast lately he's like he was on Winnie Cummings podcast he was she's on funny man Giannis's podcast he was on uh tiger belly he was on i just like so many pot he did like the whole krista stefano he did like the whole run of like all the dudes that were on the west coast at the time do you watch uh, or listen to bad friends podcast yeah i do listen that's santino a good show dude and, santino uh, dude he's i listen to tiger belly a lot uh more than i more than i would like to admit but i listen to tiger belly a lot his wife kind of like sometimes she's cool and sometimes she's annoying i like her podcast she does with annie lederman and uh, uh little esther blood sisters or something or uh, like, yeah something like that yeah. esther pravitsky yeah uh, little S- she started she, on Cotoni. that's how she got famous. I mean, she got fame. Yeah, she's just she's a weird. She's a she's like one of those people that like she should have been an actress because she was like going that route uh-huh. and then she was wanted to be a comedian. So it's like yeah, little Esther. Yeah, they, they would always bring her on, and she was, yeah. and then like they introduced her to Joe Rogan, and then she then he had her on, and then she just yeah. kind of blew up after that because she's funny. Yeah, yeah, she's funny. Yeah, I like her. Um, but yeah, so like 
it's just a weird spot. He's been talking about it a lot lately. How, Who's like, that girl? The girl that's the other girl. Like, there's Kalani and then little Esther and then the, what's that? That's Annie Lederman. She's funny, dude. Oh, uh, she's the she, best, She's dude. hilarious, She's the best. Man. That's, the reason I know her is, like, so sexist, but the reason I know her is because a long time ago, her, that's, that used to be Kurt Metzger's girlfriend. And you were, like, in love with her? No, I was just like, oh, that's Kurt Metzger's girlfriend, and then she oh, got so that. Oh, that's, that's what her, she was to you. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then she got the bump because at the, in the Comedy Store documentary, like, they hold, they, like put a whole segment on her yeah. as like she's the new face of comedy kind of thing. And she is, she's great. Um and she's got like a, an amazing uh Mark Marin interview if you if you heard when oh, she yeah? was on WTF. Amazing. It's like the uh the Champs Tiffany Haddish interview like she's like full break both of them had like a full breakdown on the podcast. Really? You kind of find out she's she was like abused as a child. Yeah. It's pretty heavy shit. Heavy heavy podcast. But it like endearing, you know, you uh-huh. fucking love her after that. Tiffany Haddish is funny too, man. Yeah, dude, she's uh funny. But uh yeah, it's just like Mark Norman's been on a tear talking about that and that's like something that comes up a lot and when he talks about stuff. Not his comedy so much. But when he talks about it, he's Sam just Sam Morrill like, is good, too. Oh, Sam Morrill's like... Sam Morrill and Mark Norman, like, for sure to me, are, like, my two favorites uh-huh. right now. There's no... Without a doubt. And I love Joe List. I don't know if that's their other buddy. Oh, my God, dude. That shit... He will make you laugh. Like really? That. Joe... I, I don't know... I don't know him by his name. Like, Joe List, he does, a sh- he does the podcast with Mark Norman. Uh-huh. That's, like, he... That they're kind of famous for. Tuesdays with... Uh, Tuesdays with Stories. It's like, oh, I've never seen Tuesdays that one. Oh, Joe List, dude, listening to his last special... Okay. He has a joke about like when girls, <laughs> when you're like, when you're smashing your wife and then she coughs, how like if you have a small dick, you just like, she could like cough you out of her. It's like one of the <laughs> funniest things I've ever heard, dude. It's so funny. It makes you laugh. But Joe List, he's one of those guys that's been doing comedy longer than both of those two idiots. And he just like figured out how to like, do funny with like a cadence okay it's like some people may not think he's like the funniest comedian ever but like when you listen to him he's got a very specific character and a very specific cadence that he says things with that you're just like oh yeah this guy's funny like he's a funny guy (laughs) yeah but uh yeah that's just something right now you know and then went to kill tony shit with uh who else got canceled recently um oh the 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 daniel tosh shit you know what i mean he made that rape joke a long time ago he made that like rape joke and uh as a matter of fact, I was listening to the Tiger Belly episode with uh, Jesselnik. Jesselnik is a comedian that I I admire and I appreciate, but I think he's so much more of an intriguing person to me than he is a comedian. So like, I am always like fascinated when he's on like podcasts because I just want to hear him because he's like one of those comedy savants that like can break it down for oh, you. Okay, but I don't necessarily like. I don't know if I would pay to go see Anthony Jesselnik. Uh-huh. I appreciate him. I like his specials, but like that's not one of my guys. Did he his show that the Jesselnik? The Jesselnik effect? Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. And then he just did that what other was that? one. Like, what, what was the concept of that show? Kind of like, that one was kind of like Daniel Tosh, but then he has that other one that he started that had like a season where he just talks to comedians like uh, on a wooden oh, okay. desk and then like get drunk. Mm. And that was on com- uh, that was on Comedy Central. And he said he just finished the second season of that. Oh, okay. During COVID. But yeah, it's just comedy's in a weird fucking place right now. And so it's like... Which is good. I think it's good. That it's I think it's good, and I think that there's going to be a mad resurgence, obviously, of, like, people just being, like, because uh, there's, like, you see it now. Like, you see, obviously, you see the release that people want with all these, like, NBA incidents where, like, all these fool. I don't know if you're not paying or paying attention to that, but, like, all these dudes are, like, getting arrested or getting kicked out of NBA games right now because, like, they're fucking wiling out at these arenas. Like, they arrested a guy yesterday because he threw a water bottle at Kyrie. Another guy, like, dumped popcorn as uh, Russell Westbrook's, like, walking out through the tunnel. The guy above just, like, dumps popcorn. Right. Yeah, another guy spit like he was on the sideline doing an inbound pass. And a guy that, like, paid for, like, those $5,000 tickets, yeah. like, spits on the player. Like Why? So, like, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you see all those Dodger fights? 
people just want to release dog like that's crazy. and i think that comedy is gonna kind of like comedy i think comedy it's scary to think that comedy might take itself so seriously that it's gonna have to go fucking like gnarly to the point where it's like I, yeah like the whole pc culture it's gonna it. have to go so past that that it's gonna be like almost scary like a heyday it's gonna it, be like yeah. f- there's gonna be a uh like a not a bounce back but like what do you call like a resurgence a, not even a resurgence but um like the opposite of what you want there's gonna be like a uh i don't know like people are gonna respond to it negatively and just be like i'm going the full fucking i don't care what you think like people that like comedians that were canceled that were canceled are now coming out and being like okay i'm back i mean delia i don't know if he's ever gonna have a career that's just weird that's just a weird thing i don't ever uh-huh. i just he's don't back know. though he's back but i don't yeah. know if his fans are back you know what i mean yeah he's one of those weird subjects where he got caught at the wrong time at the right wrong thing that were like it's just like it's, i don't ever know it's one know. of those things like if because like, i think i think schwab is gonna be fucking fine oh yeah, schwab yeah, yeah. like fucking fine you know what i mean um even uh callan is gonna be fine Callen's fine. yeah because yeah you know what i mean but like delia is just such a weird That's, it's just one of those things where it was just like the guy the wrong guy at the wrong fucking time and people kind of wanted to make a uh an example out of him yeah. and i just don't know if he's ever gonna come back from that he may have his fun fa- his fans and be able to like have a living but like he's never gonna be mm-hmm. like you know what he wanted to he be. was yeah he was to be an army of the dead he was yeah. going up he was skyrocketing Correct. you know now because you know like- to me i think he was always going to have the career that andrew schultz kind of had you know what i mean oh okay. andrew schultz has kind of figured out a way around what he he's like a very smart guy too he's kind of figured a way around to like capitalize on him as an uh as a character yeah or as a what he's do you call funny, it? Dude. I like as him. like as a personality uh-huh. and i think chris delia was kind of doing that you know he was on those shows with whitney he was on whitney undateable oh, like, yeah and it's just like damn God, his like, podcast was taking off you know dude fuck. him and brian Callen were so funny together i know like, they're I know, so I know. funny together as much as people are like oh that's weird that you like it's like i never liked brian De- i never liked chris delia but you can't like those eminem videos where he made fun of eminem dude those are funny dude, dude like he, he does some like, funny stuff yeah yeah i mean like the thing is like if, if that like it's Everybody know, like would say like he's like a ladies man or whatever like oh he's always hooking up with girls, but like um it just like it sucks man because if like the stuff that they're saying is true it, you're just kind of like ah oh, dude you know like that's it's not, not even good. saying if it's true but you because, don't know like, it's not, you, like, you, and you'll never know but the thing is like it's been debunked by certain people or like certain comedians go to bat and like, well, it was like, nah, it wasn't even like that, this and that. And then like, it's like I said, dude, it's not even about that. It's just like, he was at the wrong place at the wrong fucking time. And the mob got him and like, they're going to make an example out of him. You know what I mean? As much as like other, as much as Jesselnik, I feel like pushes the envelope, envelope way more than Chris D'Elia is probably never going to get canceled. You know what I mean? It's Uh just like one of those things. It's like, it was at the wrong time. I was thinking today, dude, even Ari Shafir, it's like, I don't think he's gonna get canceled because he doesn't care. So it's like if he, he don't care. But he, the he, thing he, is, like, there's a sect now where like comedy. There's comedies at a real fine point too, though, where like dudes like Ari Shafir, if they go far left, like like Nick DiPaolo, like Nick DiPaolo went full conservative, and there's like such a reaction to the left that like people are like, I'm gonna like this guy as my favorite comedian just uh, because he's so fucking gnarly. And that's what I get scared with is, Ari. Is Ari. Is Ari a left like guy or left or right? I don't I don't even see that from him. Like. Ari Ari is kind of like a, a lefty, but he's such an edgelord with like the shit he does for comedy's sake that people think he's like uh like a conservative kind of guy. Like uh, they they put him in the same class of like all those guys, like Tim Dillon, like you know what I mean? Like all uh-huh. those weird all those people that are like ride that fine line, you know what I mean? But it's it sucks. It just sucks because it's like all context, man. It's yeah. All fucking context. Uh-huh. 
Because like you get to this point where you get you build an audience, and then you just kind of play to them, you know. Correct, and that's, that's the thing, yeah, and that's is. that's and that that's how Tony Hinchcliffe is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, if he wants to go down that route and just like playing for frat bro dudes, like he can and make a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. How do you think Barstool Sports is like an actual thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I don't know, but that's the thing. That's what scares me is like there's a sect of like. If I go to like a if I go see like Tim Dillon, it's like people could look at me a little fucking weird, and be like, "You're into that guy?" Like, yeah, but I mean, it's comedy. It's comedy. Makes you, laugh, yeah. you know what I mean? But people don't but look at it like that. Like, you know, there's no nuance anymore. That's like there's that, no fucking gray area. See, that's what's what I think is is pretty fucked up right now. But our country is like everybody is like you have to take a side. It's us versus them. And it's like okay, if you're if you're like uh, you know conservative. And somebody's liberal, like, oh, fuck, you can't just be like, fuck them, you know? It's just like, okay, they have their views, you have your views. It, d- it doesn't matter. That's your views. Yeah. We're still humans, you know? We're still, like, you know? like So, I just, like, I don't like that that whole, like, idea of it. Like, oh, because they're this, you can't be into it. It's yeah, like, I mean, know? it's very, it's a very it sucks that people interesting are, are world. Like that. Yeah. It's a very interesting world at this time right now. You know, it's like a lot of people want to be woke, but at the same time, it's like, if you're going to be woke, let's, like, look at the root of all these problems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Let's let's like let's see why there's identity politics. Definitely. Let's see why all this money is going to the government. Like, show me everything. You know, like I, I just want to see transparency. But like, it's just a very weird place we live in right now, where there's no nuance for that. It's just like I want answers and I want them to be black and white. And it's like it should be. And it's crazy. it should, it, but the world don't work like that. It's crazy because like we have a government, right? And like they're like, oh, they work for us and we're the people. But they're so fucking shady. And like, no matter if they're Democrat or Republican. There's always shit happening behind the doors. Correct. And it's kind of like we have really no control over it. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's just like whatever. Like you could be Democrat. That's what I'm saying, man. Watch that Philly DA, Philly DA show on uh-huh. fucking PBS and it'll show you. It will show you specifically I, that shit. You know I'll what I mean? I'll give myself like, a box of donuts. For real, dog. Like that shit is just like you see. You see. It's like where is your taxpayer money going? And it's like they can't even find oh, at dude, the root of the problem. You know what I mean? But it's just like, yeah. But uh, it's a very weird. It's a very weird time we live at where like information is at your fingertips, but is that the right information? It's fucking. It's fucking gnarly right now. We just uh, are living in a time where, yeah. I just kind of hope that we kind of get out of this pandemic era, and you know, history goes in cycles, and there's always like an enlightenment after. The darkest moments yeah so i'm just hoping that you know too, we kind yeah. of fucking expand you know what i mean kill elon musk and you know oh did dude, i say that a lot <laughs> i don't understand your hatred towards him dude <laughs> i just think he's like such a weird guy dude he's, he's just, weird you know, he, that's you can't hey that's that's a hate crime now he's autistic right is he autistic yeah he said he is he is uh he's on the spectrum oh, okay he probably has like asperger's or something yeah something like that yeah I just think he's uh because he when he he I think he was on the on the Joe Rogan and he was telling them like oh god <laughs> he, was, he was telling them like Joe asked him like so what's it like being you you know he's like uh, and he was pretty much like you don't want to be me because like he's always got shit flowing in his head yeah. and it's like a distraction and it's like okay I have all it's like you pretty much there's no relaxation if you're him yeah because the shit's always flowing in his head and he's like okay I got to do that I got to do this I got to you know like I could think of this and he's like so smart stuff but he's very like, socially awkward that's his thing yeah you know but dude did you see the snl with him no i didn't see it i haven't funny. seen snl good. in a while i think the last snl i watched was i was gonna say eddie murphy but nah i saw it after that all their heavy hitters just like left this season i don't really i don't even remember the last i can remember sketches the last sketch i saw from snl was a clip i didn't even watch the whole episode was the one i sent you guys was uh they did the last dance where they made fun of the security guard that like 
he's always been in like where they they oh, Keegan yeah, Michael yeah, Key was yeah, the, yeah. was the special guest. Yeah. That's the last. But I don't. I haven't. I didn't even it's watch like that YouTube, episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just because like they always release the, the digital YouTube shorts. Video, yeah. You know what I mean? I used to watch it every every fucking uh, Sunday on uh-huh. fucking Hulu. I used to, but I don't know. Yeah, SNL's kind of kind of falling the off. The last for me. time I really laughed hard was when Eddie Murphy was on. Correct. And there was like a cake off, like a cake baking. I like show. the I like the elf one, but yes, there was a, the cake bake. It was like the great cake bake off, and they're doing like the Halloween. Yeah, one. dude, that yeah. shit was so funny. I was watching Bowfinger today, dude. It's such an underrated movie for him, dude. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to end the podcast. Yeah. Um, Google Fucking cricket, dude. Go ahead, uh, go ahead episode. when you when you go home. Google lithium batteries and Tesla, and see see what comes up. <laughs> Like big dicks or what? Shout out my guys. <laughs> then you'll realize why I hate my boy Elon Musk. Uh but yeah, uh I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh yeah, I have nothing else to say, but the usual hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, you had to end it with the hate, hate speech. It's not hate speech. It is I'm speech. just enlightening the listeners. So if you Google lithium batteries. Okay, explain it to me what's going on with this. You don't need to know. They just Google it, my guy. <laughs> lithium batteries, Tesla. See where they get all this lithium for these batteries and see what happens, my guy. I mean, there's only three corporations in the world that uh, cause all the fucking excess CO2 in the hey, world. Look, dude. See what's if up, If you're going to go that route, then like, then then it's like Biden is the same thing. I don't and, give a then, fuck about Biden. Biden's a horrible president. I don't then, care, dude. And then Gavin Newsom, who wants to turn Hey, Gavin Newsom, that's my boy right oh, there. Oh, my God. That's dude. my boy, dude. That's my boy. Garcetti Kate, can suck a fat dick. Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, she's I hate Caitlyn yeah. Jenner, dude. She's an idiot too, dude. <laughs> All these fucking rich ass motherfuckers. All they do is recycle their money in the government, dog. Fuck that shit. See what their tax write-offs are when they become fucking politicians, these motherfuckers. Abolish everything, dog. Abolish the government, dog. Fuck that shit, dog. Abolish it, dog. Hey, be be kind to everybody.